Fighting. Hatred. Fear. Had enough of the noise? Welcome, healers, to Energetic Health Radio, and thank you so much for listening. As you know by now, I'm your host, Dr. H, and I am recording in a remote location. I'm recording from a hotel room, looking out at some water right now, some beautiful water, I'm going to say, in the Gulf Coast, because I'm in the city, the great, great city of Jacksonville, Florida, and I'm going to be speaking this week, uh, this weekend, I should say, at the Belchansky uh, cancer conference. Really excited about that. Such a tremendous honor to be invited down here and uh, share what we've been learning about pseudouridine and turbo cancers. We're going to be sharing some of uh, John Bodwin's great work on the death certificate analysis to kind of confirm that, yes, turbo cancers are a thing. And we're going to be proposing some really interesting mechanisms of action in the cellular level and what some of the root causes just might be. So really, really excited to do that. Um, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun, too. I'm going to make sure it's a ton of fun. So if you're down here in Jacksonville, come on out and check us out at the Beljansky Cancer uh, Conference, uh, which is really, really excited to be here. Now, um, for those of you listening, not in Jacksonville, but wanting to hang out with us this weekend, thanks for hanging out with us Um you know, I, I was on a train all week, and I'm going to tell, I'll tell you this story in a second, but I was on a train all week, beautiful trip around our great nation, and uh, just some incredible, incredible people along the way that I got to meet, and, you know, it, it it's, it's, so, it's so wonderful when you can just travel freely, something we can never give up, you know, because there's so much beauty out there to see. Well, folks, if you are enjoying this show and you're enjoying uh, the things that we're doing, things we're talking about, and I really appreciate it. We're getting so much positive feedback, um, you know, emails in and things like that. I'm actually getting people coming up and asking me if I'm Dr. H when I'm out and about now. And it's just uh, it's just really a treat. And I just we're really grateful for you, really grateful for all the love. So make sure you continue to tell your freedom friends about what we're doing here, the truth we're speaking you know, the, the, the God we are bringing in, right? The God of love, right? <laughs> the God that is about love that we are bringing into the world um, and making sure that, uh, that he, our creator, is always represented and um, just talking about some real things that are going on, right? But hopefully in a way that's uplifting. Um, so make sure you tell all your freedom friends that they can join us on the America Out Loud talk radio network and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com. Also, they can find us on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa and listen in wherever you might be. Now, Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. That's right. Stop being a patient. Start being a student. Learn life 
lifelong skills, skills that you will be able to use from this day forward. We're talking about how to take care of your amazing body, whether it's our holistic nutrition certification, which is our flagship program that everybody loves, or whether you're getting involved with us learning how to detoxify the body and fast, or whether you're learning how to help yourself or maybe somebody you know recover from severe injuries in the art of cellular healing. You know, we have so much to offer you. And of course, please make sure you check out Healing for the Ages. It's now available on replay. Just go to my.energetichealthinstitute.org and, um, you know, you'll find it right there. And if you don't see it there for whatever reason, go to just energetichealthinstitute.org and you'll see a, a link straight away right on the first slider. And make sure you put in promo code out loud and get yourself a little discount on their $50 discount on the video replays. Now, keep in mind, if you already paid for the conference, please do not pay for it again. You don't have to pay for it twice. If you're having trouble accessing the replays, just go ahead and write in to our uh, wonderful team at energetichealthinstitute.org. Just go and send us an email, info at energetichealthinstitute.org. And our great folks that I'm about to brag about a little bit, um, We'll, we'll take care of you in such a good way. Okay, so until then, I would say make sure you check out energetichealthinstitute.org. It is definitely the place to connect with. Now, folks, um, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm driving, I'm, 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 I had a, a really interesting uh, trip out here to this conference. Um, you know, it, it started auspiciously. <laughs> There's so many things to do. You know, I'm I'm getting out to the train station. I, I like to take trains. I, I I enjoy, you know, seeing the country. I enjoy having conversations with people. I enjoy taking my time and getting work done and stuff like that. So I got I had the great fortune of taking an Amtrak from Maricopa County in Arizona all the way through into Texas and into Dallas and then Dallas all the way up into Chicago. Got to see one of my really dear friends in Chicago for a quick little second. I actually got to surprise him, which was such a treat. Uh, just showing up in his office. He's like, dude, I'm like, dude, <laughs> and it all happened. And then, you know, getting on and going to our nation's capital, going to DC and you know, getting to see so much pretty country, especially between Chicago and and D.C. I think we went through Pennsylvania a little bit. It's just such a gorgeous place. And then from D.C. all the way down and through Charleston and South Carolina and into uh, now Jacksonville. And just to see this wonderful change of landscapes and God's grandeur all around and that, hey, I get to look at this. How lucky am I that I get to look at this? Well, I get to the train station real early. I get to the train station on Monday morning at, uh, I think, around 4 o'clock in the morning, right? Got to catch the train. The station we're at, it isn't one of those smoke stops, so you, you got to be ready to go. You got to be there on time. You got to throw all your your bags and stuff on, get to your room if you're so fortunate as to have one and, you know, and, and make sure you do not miss that train because it ain't coming back for a while. Well, I made it. I made it in plenty of time because the train was delayed an hour or so. So I'm sitting outside, you know, watching the sun come up 
And it's something that's so rare in my life. And I wish I did it more, but it's just a beautiful thing when I get do do it. And, you know, you just see this, the sky start to fill with all these wonderful colors. You know, my son dropped me off. Uh, he's doing such a great job. He's growing into such a fine young man and just, you know, handling his business, taking care of things. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to go and get on this train and, and enjoy this trip, you know, go see some family after I do this conference and, you know, and just kind of enjoy myself for a, a few days, right? You know, I'm going to be working every day, of course, while I'm doing it. I don't take days off. The evil people aren't taking days off, so I don't either. But there's going to be some fun in there. And so Monday, I said, you know what? I'm about three or four weeks behind on texts. I'm going to go and get all my text messages caught up. I'm going to start texting everybody back, get everything taken care of because I don't want anyone to feel like I didn't, I missed them or I, I, I'm ignoring them or something like that. And as luck would have it, hand to God, I had a seizure on the train. Hand to God, I had a seizure, bonked my head on one of the hard plastic armrests, I think, had a nice little divot as if I don't have enough divots at my dome, had a nice little divot put in there. And, uh, you know, and I woke up, you know, I think about 30 minutes after I had the seizure and, you know, in one of those days, if you ever had a, had a, have had a seizure, you know what I'm talking about, where you're just kind of like disoriented and you're like, where am I? What's going on? <laughs> I'm on a train, <laughs> you know? And uh woke up and I was still typing. <laughs> I was still typing on the text messages. So apparently that didn't stop my subconscious from working, um, which goes to show I'm a worker. Um, uh, but we got uh, you know, but I and and just to calm everybody down, I'm totally fine. I kept working more that day. It was a mild one as as they go for me. Uh, I usually have one every year or every other year or something like that. And uh, with all the work that I've been doing, it was kind of surprising I had made it through without having one. So, um, you know, by the evening time, got a nice rest in, had a nice big old bump on my head and everything. But it was, you know, it was okay. You know, it was like, all right, well, this is still good. Because, you know, you have to start thinking at that point, should I call off the trip? And it's like, well, what are you calling off the trip for? You know, it, conferences days and days away, you'll be fine by then. You know, just go ahead and do it. And and, and the reason I made that decision is because I think it was last year, the year before last, I had a, uh, it was the year before last, I had a, um, a seizure before, maybe it was last year. Actually, it was last year. Um, it's a little over, it was a little over a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, a little over a year ago, I had a seizure right before another conference that I was going to be coming out to Georgia um, to do. And I'd felt really bad because it happened like literally like a day or two before I was going to have to leave. So I felt really bad that I couldn't make that one. But this one, I was already in route. So I was like, ah, we'll, we'll make it. So, you know, end up getting some work done that night, sleep through the night, next day, same thing, you know, start having some great conversations with people on the train, and, you know, and it's it just, it, it, it's like nothing. Uh, it's like nothing had happened. But, uh, you know, you start getting through and, it, you know, and I get into Dallas and Dallas is, you know, you have to change over and it's a really 
uh actually i didn't have to change trains there uh you know but you you get into dallas and it's and it's nice and it's like yeah we were just here we just put on that that healing for the ages conference and then you know and then the train takes us up to chicago and then i had to change trains there and you start looking around and chicago i spent a lot of time in uh was my my second city for a good 10 years where i used to go out there three four five times a year and do a lot of healing work so it was kind of fun um to get back out there see some friends stuff like that you know we get out there chicago's fantastic you know, short, you know, I was only there for a few hours, but something happened. Something happened between Chicago and then going to DC because my mood started changing. This is what I wanted to talk with you about. My mood started changing for the worse, even though I'm around all this beautiful country, even though I'm having really a great time, everybody, all the, the, the red caps and the, the Amtrak attendants are fantastic the people you know sitting around you having good conversations but i'm just getting i can feel myself getting into a crabby crabby mood and we get to dc and of course you know i get bumped off a train which was kind of weird you know i have my own i have my own roommate um on the train but apparently they gave it away to somebody else even though it was mine so i got bumped off that train luckily i got it was able to get on a train a couple hours later and uh, didn't get into Jacksonville any worse for the wear. But, you know, it was just kind of weird. You know, it was one of those weird things that raised your eyebrows like, what? So you're kicking me off this train, even though I have a ticket right here and it says I have a ticket. You know, it was one of those weird things. So I started getting a crabby, crabby mood. By last night, you know, coming into Jacksonville on the way to Jacksonville, I'm in a crabby mood. And of course, it doesn't help when they wake you up at five in the morning to change rooms um, because for some reason I had to change rooms um, again. So, you know, just these little weird things going on in it, but I'm, it's just a crabby, crabby mood. And I thought, you know, doc, this is kind of ridiculous. There's so many good things going on in the world. You got to record this late radio show. Uh, when you get into the hotel, what do you want to talk to your audience about? And so I said, well, why don't I talk to him about how to change a bad mood, how to get into an attitude adjustment? Now, preferably speaking, the, my attitude adjustment, if I'm not working and I've finished all my work for the day and everything, I'm probably going to be a little cannabis <laughs> if, I can be, if I can be just transparent with everybody. But you probably already know that about me by now. So a little bit of, little bit of cannabis, but I don't have that with me, right? I'm traveling, so I don't have any of that with me. And, you know, I'm just kind of like, all right, well. There's got to be another way. Fortunately, there is. It's called gratitude. It's called what's good. What's going on that's good in the world? What's going on that's good in your world? You don't have to descend into the negativity and, and the, the grumpies and all that. You can if you want. It's a free country. At least that's what they sell us that it is, right? But you don't have to go in that direction if you don't want to. So I started thinking about everything that was good. Literally did this. I'm laying on the little sleeper last night and I'm just going through my head. I'm like, what's good? I'm like, well, my son's doing fantastic. He's got a 4.0 in college and, you know, he's right on the doorstep of stepping into his own 
and being out on his own. This is fantastic, right? This is fantastic. You know, he works two jobs and gets a 4.0 in school and making great friends and has aspirations. It's like, yeah, you know, as a parent, I think that's when you do a cartwheel, right? It's like, hey, my kid's doing all right. You know, I started looking around at the business. We had, we've had a trying couple of weeks at the Energetic Health Institute. Not trying in any crazy sense, just trying. We, we had the great fortune of bringing on about 7,000 new students into the school, uh, folks who worked with us uh, at the Healing for the Ages conference and bringing them on so they could get their video replays and everything. And, you know, by and large, 99% of the folks that we've interacted with, because we, we, we had a lot of tickets come in, there was a little little um, programming glitch on our site that we it took us a few days to catch um, but we fixed that but we got a lot of you know emails in right and I gotta tell you it was just so impressive watching um, my team handle themselves sherry just handled herself so gracefully uh, you know sherry Amy just you know Lars who's been helping out huge Carlos our our, you know, domain master. I mean, everybody just working together to really solve the problem, even when there's been a couple of, you know, really mean-spirited emails, you know, that we don't really put up with. <laughs> if you know me, you know, I don't put up with that stuff <laughs> at all. So, you know, some of those students might get a talking to from me. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. But it was just beautiful to see that here are all these people working together in the highest vision of what we really are um, to create a special experience for every single new student, even the ones that were being crappy. Because people will forget what you tell them, but they'll never forget the way you make them feel. They'll miss an email, they'll misinterpret an email, but they'll never forget the way you make them feel. They'll feel like you don't care about them because maybe an email didn't make it to them that you sent. They'll never forget the way you make them feel. So how nice, how wonderful it is for someone who's used to getting really crappy customer service to reach out to the Energetic Health Institute and get somebody on the phone like a Sandy, like a Sherry, like an Amy who really cares and wants to make sure that they are taking care of, treats every single person that comes in with a problem like, the, like they deserve to be treated. You know what I'm saying? That we have that at the school. What a great thing to be so happy about. What a, what's good? That's what's good. That we are fulfilling our mission and that we are creating this. And I was reading some of the comments that people were sending back in after they had been taken care of. And it was just so beautiful to see these comments, these wonderful, wonderful uh, comments. I've, I have one right here I want to read to you, and I hope this is recording well, not in my normal setup. So I hope, I hope it's uh, recording really, really well here. Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to take my time. Give me un segundo to pull it up. There it is. Found it. 
This is from a Mary Jo. Mary Jo, after she had been taken care of, said, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for being such an awesome, supportive tech team. They're not even tech team. They don't. They will self-admit that they are not technically inclined, uh, Sherry and Sandy are, but they do such a great job of faking it. Um, she says, I was ecstatic to get into the site last night. So much material, so much to learn and to unlearn. I'm so grateful in CAPS for you all for in fixing the glitches and enabling me to feel a part of your group. You have built up my trust. You are all so exceptional, so appreciative. Mary Jo, thank you for that. We love you. Thank you so much. That is the exact perfect attitude of an E-high student. That's how we do things in the Aloha spirit. You know, that's, that's exactly how we do things. So we have that to feel grateful for. And then I'm thinking about the rest of my team and, you know, Jordan, who's doing such an incredible job with outreach and Wendy, who's just doing such a, always a phenomenal job about of just keeping all the certification programs together and the teachers organized and the students organized. And that you just have this collection of people who are there, who are present at the school because they want to be because they really do enjoy taking care of someone else and because they really do enjoy the mission that we're on to make tomorrow amazing. And I started thinking about, you know, Christine, who's uh, on maternity right now. We miss you. And I started thinking about, you know, I started thinking about, uh, my goodness, you know, uh, Martina, who's doing such a great job on the phones as well. And I started thinking about Bonnie, who's doing such a great job of writing for the school and representing. And, you know, my own, my son, Soul, who's doing such a great job with all the video editing. And you just, you just start stepping back and you go, wow, blessed, just absolutely blessed in our new affiliate uh, director, Christina, who's just come in and just stepped in and just started doing such a fantastic job. And our teachers who do just such a great job. So many of them have been there for so long and with us. And I was like, why are you upset? I'm laying in the bunk after you start thinking about all these positive things. I'm like, why are you upset? Look at all these great things going on all around you at all times. All you have to do is stop for a second. Instead of putting all that energy on the fire that you don't want to burn, Put it on the fire you do. I don't want to burn a fire of me being in a grumpy state. I want to burn that fire of happiness and joy and celebration, right? I want to burn that fire that makes us all feel good and warms our hearts. And all I have to do is make that decision to do it. So I just wanted to say to you all, you know, thank you so much. Thank you for what you do to help spread the all of it. I've, I've been seeing, I mean, believe me, I've been having people send me stuff. Hey, doc, did you realize you just went viral here? Did you see, did you see this one here? Look at, they got you talking about Nazis here. It's all really cool. You know, I mean, if you know me, you know that I'm not doing it for any of that. Doing it for you. Doing it for our kids not doing it for any self-infatuations or anything like that. That stuff doesn't mean anything to me. But what means everything to me is how you feel. 
chocolate means everything to me is that you have a good experience, whether it's on this radio show or whether it's on Looking for Healing Radio or whether it's on with uh, studying with us at the Energetic Health Institute or whether it's listening to uh, an interview or attending a conference that I'm at. It's, it means the world to me that you have a good experience because I, I, there's one inescapable truth of it all. We will forget what we're told but we'll never forget how we feel. And what's so fascinating about that is we have the power to decide how we are going to feel by simply deciding what we choose to focus on. All the good that's around us at all times, or do we want to focus on the negativity that's around us? I'm going to choose the good. I'm going to choose the love. I'm going to choose the logic. I'm going to choose the light. And I hope you'll make those same choices with me. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about psychology. And I want to start getting into the psychology of healing, getting into the psychology of fix me, fix me, fix me. I want to address that thought because I'm seeing it start to crop up a little bit too much out in the world. And I want to put a little warning out there for folks. Surefire way to find yourself ensnared in tyranny is to outsource the responsibility of your health to someone else. In this world, in this day and age, that's a surefire way for it to happen. So we write back with more Energetic Health Radio, right after these messages. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. All right, healers, welcome back. Energetic Health Radio is also sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference. Integrity and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com, enter promo code out loud and discover the medicine that God intended for us all. What did I bring with me? Well, I definitely got Dr. Artis's foreign protein cleanse. Can't wait 
take a little bit of that today. And I also brought with me um, one of Dr. Group's, uh, one of Ed's favorite, favorite formulations, his detoxidine, which is going to be the nascent iodine, which is so phenomenal. We were actually just talking uh, yesterday about buying a, uh, an electron microscope. <laughs> we want to we wanna start getting some of these blood samples of people who've gotten the shots and start just combining them with things underneath the microscope and seeing what actually breaks some of this stuff down. Uh, so we're, we're excited to get that started. But folks, good people, let's make sure we keep good people in business. And here's the bonus. You're buying the top of the line product. You are on the top shelf when it comes to natural medicine, when you're buying from Global Healing. So make sure you go to globalhealing.com, put in promo code out loud, take a look through their whole catalog. I promise you this, folks, you can't go wrong. Okay, so today we're talking a little bit about the mentality, the healer's mentality, right? See, healing has one thing really in common. Everyone who's ever healed, and I'm talking serious stuff, like if we're talking like a paper cut, right? You got a paper cut. It, you don't even need to engage belief because it's inherent. You just know that that's going to heal. It's a shock when it doesn't. It's a shock when it doesn't. Then you know something's wrong. So what do you do? You don't even pay it any mind, right? Maybe you put a Band-Aid on it. Maybe you don't, right? You know, you, you just kind of let the body do its thing. Uh, earlier this week, I told you I had a seizure, right? I bit the inside of my lips. They're all healed up pretty much now. You know, and this is about four or five days later. They're all healed up. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to think about it. Your body is designed to heal. It's one of the coolest things in the world. So if you understand that your body's designed to heal, where does this fix me, fix me, fix me mentality come from? You know where it comes from, healers? It comes from fear, fear, fear. Now, there's a very interesting dichotomy that goes on in the psychology of healing. Because on one hand, there is going to be a little bit of fear. You know, it's the unknown. Wow, what happens if I die? What happens when I die? Well, these are good questions. We'll talk about those. We'll talk about those in the in the next segment. I think it's a worthy conversation. But there's something about taking the attitude that you were going to heal as a matter of fact, it, just like a paper cut. Why do we why do we look at paper cut healing as a foregone conclusion? But cancer healing as a, oh my God, I might die. Because we think along that way. And then what you think you create, that's what goes out in your energy fields, in your aura or your biofield, whatever you want to call it. There's a bazillion different names, of course, for the same thing. But it's in the energy that you emit. There's but one vitamin that everyone must take who is on the journey of the healer, the person who is on the journey into healing. There is but one vitamin for them to take every single day, multiple times throughout the day. 
And that vitamin is vitamin belief. People who heal all have the exact same attitude. And I'm talking healing from challenging things. Paper cut obviously isn't challenging. What's that commonality among all people who heal? They believe they're going to heal. And then their actions become a manifestation of that belief. You can't just believe that you're going to heal. You still got to do the work. The belief is the foundation for that work, though. I believe I'm going to heal. I tell myself I'm going to heal. I expect to heal. I do the work as if I'm going to heal. What's the point of doing all the work that it takes to heal, and especially naturally? What's the point of spending all the money that it takes, especially when we're talking naturally? What's the point of doing all that if the expectation is it's not going to work? You see, your body is designed to heal. I expect my body to heal. I bump my head having a seizure. I expect that bump to go down. I expect it to be less denty in a few days. I bit the inside of my mouth. I expect that bite to heal. I have a little, had a little headache, either from hitting my head or from the seizure or a little bit of both. Who knows? I expect that to resolve itself, especially once I get stationary. I still feel like I'm on a train. You know, when you're on a train and, you know, moving, we'll try that for four days and bouncing around. So I'm like sitting in a chair right now, feeling like I'm just bouncing around left and right, you know, moving over and I'm walking down the path and walking along the water. Hopefully there's some benches out there and I'm going to be able to sit and do a little bit. The first thing of the healing process is belief because belief sets up all of your actions belief sets up okay i go from me bumping my noggin so now i set up habits around that okay what do i need to do well i'm looking at my nutrients right here that i brought with me um i brought some I brought some multivitamins, some vitamin corn berry, fantastic. I brought a whole bunch of, um, you know, I brought a whole bunch of some good stuff in here. Brought some fatty acids in here as well. Yeah, this is going to be fantastic. That's really what my body needs is a whole bunch of fatty acids. I can't wait to get to the store and get some essential fatty acids in. You nourish the brain. Here you go, brain. What is the brain predominantly made of? Fats. People are having seizures and they start talking about all this other stuff. I don't ever really hear them ever talking about healthy fats. You know what you need if you are having seizures? You need healthy fats. You need to re restore your brain. You need to recharge your brain back up. But I'm looking out there and there's this expectation that I'm going to be fine. And that's the foundation, right? And then you start building your lifestyle around that expectation. What do I have to do? Well, I have some nutrients here. I have to go get some other nutrients. I haven't had any real good food in the last few days. I've actually, I actually got a three-day fast in while I was on the, uh, while I was on the train, which was fantastic. Um, so, 
yeah, you know, I haven't really eaten very much. It's time to start putting some nutrients back in the body. I haven't done any real, I haven't done a yoga practice this week. Okay, I got to do, you see, you start checking in with, okay, I expect to heal. I expect to heal. What are the things that are going to help me heal? Well, good sleep. Well, great. I got a bed and I'm not going to be moving for a few days. This is great. I want to get into the stillness. I'll go out and get a meditation in every day. I'll get my practice going again. Can't wait. So excited to do that today. I'm going to put these nutrients in my body, not, not just foods, but I'm going to put the supplements in too. Start giving my brain a chance to start rebuilding and repairing itself. I'm doing the things that the actions that support my belief, my belief that my body is designed to heal and all I have to do is provide it what it needs and it'll take care of the rest. I'm going to see if I can go get a cranial sacral session. It's one of my favorite things to do post-seizure. Um, is and I think I think anybody out there dealing with seizures, I think it's a great, great therapy to utilize. I think it's a great therapy to make sure you have somebody out there, somebody in your Rolodex that if you're dealing with seizures or anything really neurologically, that you have a cranial sacralist that you can go to who can hold your head and start to realign your cranial rhythms put you back into a good vibration, a good frequency, a good energy flow. At some point later this year, I'll go and do a heavy metal test on myself. I haven't done a heavy metal test in, I haven't done a heavy metal test in probably about 10 years on myself. Sure, it's well overdue, right? I'll do a heavy metal test. I'm going to use uh, Dr. Group and Dr. Artis's new calcium di uh, disodium EDTA, you know, um, as the provoking agent, it's going to be fantastic, you know, and now, now it becomes a matter of fact. It's a matter of time. When is this going to happen? When will, well, technically right now, outside of just feeling a little wobbly because I've been on a moving train for four days, I feel great. Why? Because I have the right attitude. My attitude isn't fix me, fix me, fix me. It's not, oh my God, something went wrong in my body. I better go and find a white coat and a cult of Asclepius temple. And oh, please, please, please give me some of your pharmaceutical medications that are really poison, but that you market as if they're going to help me because I saw the commercial. Please give me give me this pharmaceutical medication because I would die without it. To read the studies from John Hopkins University, you're more likely to die with it, die because of it, than you are to die without it. But what have I done? And this is the main point for this segment. What have I done? I've placed the responsibility for my health with the correct person, me. I'm not asking a white coat or an ND or my mommy 
to fix me. No, I'm a grown man. I've been through so much. I'm still standing. I'm not here to outsource the responsibility for my health to anyone else. It's for me to figure out. Do you know why? I have to live with the results. Who's responsible for your health? You are. The second you take that responsibility and throw it at someone else, you've given them total power over you. You've given them, here's the word, dominion over you. And I think you can see out in the world how that is working out not too well for most people. Reclaim your responsibility. It's a gift to have that responsibility. Reclaim it and then learn the skills. Why am I so calm about having a seizure on a train, leaving my home, you know, going off for four days and not worried about anything? Why am I not worried? Because I know my body and because I know the body and because I know natural medicine, because I've put in the work to know what I'm doing so I don't have to live a moment of my life in fear. Does that make sense, healers? What I am going to ask you to do is to divorce yourself from the notion of fix me, fix me, fix me, and to accept the great responsibility that the person who is ever, the only person who is ever going to fix you is you. And as soon as you accept that awesome responsibility back, now, hopefully that awakens the student in you so that you can start acquiring those lifelong skills to learn how to care for this amazing body that you've been given because it is a gift. It is a tremendous gift to be alive even for just a moment. And if you're listening to this, you are alive in this moment. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. 
All right, healers, welcome back. All right, last segment here. You know, one of my favorite things to say, um, because I, I, I bristle now when I read this comment coming from doctors. It, to me, it just reeks of ego, even when it's not always intended to be that way. It still reeks of ego to me. I was, uh, this one doc started following me as the, and he was making these really cool claims. I mean, he's claiming that he's, uh, he said he was an ER doc and he's helped over 20,000 people heal, right? And you go high five, right? He, he, he said it correctly. I've helped. Then you read this other doc who's another ER doc and he's saying, yeah, I've, I've, I've healed a, a hundred thousand. Now that might not sound like a big difference to you. And I'm not talking about the number 20,000, hundred thousand. I'm talking about the languaging because the languaging is really everything. One doc, ER doc said, I helped 20,000 people. Heal. Another one said, I healed 100,000. Well, that sounds good. And no, you didn't. Now, you may have helped 100,000 people heal, but you definitively did not heal 100,000 people. How do I know? Because the only person you will ever be able to heal in your life is you. See, I want to I want to I want to do this paradigm we call medicine right. I want it to have the integrity. I want it to have the potency. I want it to be something people can still believe in and also not expect miracles of it either, even though it has the ability to provide them. I want people to appreciate humility and the humility that must be present in the practice of natural medicine for it to be successful. If we understand who is really doing the healing, humility is easy. See, I understand that when I help myself heal, I'm not really doing anything. You know, the best medicines in life are going to be free. It's going to be sleep. It's going to be fasting. It's going to be sunlight. Water is supposed to be free. Air supposed to be free, you know. The best medicines in life are going to be free. Well, for me, just in, in getting into the mentality of what, is, what do I need to do to heal, it's an important question to ask. And, it, you know, what never shows up in that the answer to that question is that I need somebody else. What never shows up in the answer to that question is I need a white coat, especially. What never shows up in an answer to that question is I need a hospital. And still, I can tell you with 100% confidence that, you know, if you're in a traumatic injury situation, the best place to be is in that hospital. They'll, they'll save your life when you wouldn't have made it. You can always give them that. That's, that's their one saving grace to me. 
outside of that, it's all just a straight CF. Really, it is. It's just an abomination of what people would like to consider medicine. It's not really medicine. It's sick management. Well, you get to this place with all of this where you realize if I'm going to heal, it's going to be up to me. And I think that's the place where I would love to see all of you get to is this confidence, this deep inner knowing that healing for it to occur is going to be because you made it happen, because you decided that it was going to happen, because you were determined to learn what needed to be done and then to do that work. See, there's two parts of work that have to happen in a healing process for a person going through one, especially a demanding one. You have to learn what needs to be done and then you have to do it. So it's not enough to just learn. You also have to do the work. And this is what this is where it gets kind of convoluted because in the allopathic, you know, trade one morbid condition for another morbid condition, you know, mentality, what they want you to do is outsource your responsibility to them. They'll give you a pill, they'll cut you open, and they're the ones that get to say that they healed you when they did no such thing. And then you get to praise them, and now who becomes the false idol? You got it. The white coat and the cult of Asclepius Temple called a hospital. Those become a, those become in our minds where I've got to go, where I've got to go if things are wrong, because they know everything. They know everything. No, they don't. You can debate whether they know anything, but they certainly don't know everything. What they know how to do really well is they know how to sell. They know how to sell a bunch of lies and they know how to use high pressure tactics and fear tactics to get you to do what they want you to do even if what they want you to do isn't in your best interest long term can i get an amen they know how to play upon your fear and what's that fear the fear of the unknown What's that fear? The fear of the unknown. And that unknown includes your body. You know what's baffling to me? How many people going through a healing process don't know what their, where their liver is, let alone what their liver does? When you ask people what your primary blood filter is, they'll most times say kidneys. Oh, not by a long shot. Your liver is going to filter way more blood every day than the kidneys ever could. Kidneys are that thing that puts you over the top. Now, kidneys are super important, don't get me wrong, but your primary blood filter is your liver. If you're listening to this, I want you to go ahead and hold up your right hand about shoulder high. And now I want you to take that right hand and I want you to tap gently on the lower portion of your rib cage on your right side. You'll hear a little thud when you tap. Guess what you just found? You just found your liver. 
And how do you remember where your liver is? It's very simple. Live right. Live right. And now that you know where your liver is, and now that you know what your liver does, guess what you just removed? Just a little smidgen of fear. You see, if you know your body, the anatomy, the physiology, the biochemistry, if you take it a little bit deeper and you get into the energetics of it, if you know your body, it puts you on at least level ground with anyone giving you advice about it. When I talk with other doctors, it's a very different conversation than when those doctors talk with people they consider to be patients. Remember how I feel about patients. People who endure suffering, right? People who endure suffering. No, thank you. But if you're a student and you're aspiring to learn, and you're doing that first part of what you got to get done, the first work you have to do is to learn. It's What that does is it puts you on equal ground with whoever, whatever specialist you're talking to. Sure, they might know a little bit more than you do in the on a specific topic. They might be able to get more granular than you can, sure. But still, you'll be able to go and look up what they say. You'll be able to go and figure out what they're talking about. They're not going to be able to talk over your head because you have an understanding of your body. Why? Because rather than take the fix me, fix me, fix me mentality, which you've decided to do is take the I'm going to be a student mentality and I'm the one that's responsible for taking care of this gift that God has given me called my body, called my life. I'm the one that's responsible for making sure that I feel good. I'm the one that's responsible for making sure my body has the nourishment it needs to perform the functions it needs, one of which is to heal itself. I'm the one that's in charge of that whole process. I'm the captain of this ship. That puts you in a different conversation when you're talking to medical professionals, when you're talking to white coats, when you're talking in that cult of Asclepius temple, it puts you in a different conversation. It puts you in a conversation where instead of somebody selling you used goods, you can tell definitively if they know what they're talking about or if they don't. And if they have an option for you, you get to decide, yeah, you know, that doesn't sound like something I want to do. Well, we could cut out your liver. We could cut off your foot. We could cut this and cut that. Yeah, that doesn't sound too good. Yeah, I'm going to try something else first. Thanks for letting me know it's an option. What if somebody, I had just had a seizure. What do you think I would tell somebody if they were like, well, we have to, we have to go ahead and open up your head and take a look in there and see if we see anything because there might be something in there and it might get you. That boogeyman might get you. No, that doesn't sound good to me. I would know if something was really off. I've been living with this for 30 years. I'm good. Thank you. Well, at least get on our barbiturates or our other pharmaceuticals, our latest and greatest one. At least get on that. 
That way you could totally, totally prevent the next one. Well, that's actually not what your literature says at all. Your literature says that your anti-epileptic medications don't prevent seizures. When you read through your literature, why would I want that in my body? Well, it, it'll make it less intense. Can you guarantee that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. You see what I'm saying? When you get to a point where you have accepted responsibility for your health and you have become a student and you are the one that knows what's going on with your amazing body, it puts you in a position where you can ask some pretty insightful questions. Questions that questions that can play a big role in your medical decision-making so that you never have to do anything that you don't want to. Now, are there risks with that? Of course there are. But do you really want to tell me there are no risks with taking what they call medicine, taking the poisons that they call medicines, saying yes to the surgeries, saying yes to the radiation, to the chemotherapy, saying yes to those things. Do you really want me to believe there are no risks with it, that that's a 100% guarantee of success? Please save it. Sell it to someone else who's desperate in fear because they haven't put the time in to appreciate this beautiful gift of life that they've been given. My advice to you, appreciate this beautiful gift of life you've been given. Become a student and learn how to care for it. <laughs> all right, folks, that's all we got for this week. I'll pick up the pace next week. We'll bring some folks on. I think we're going to have Dr. Lee Merritt on next week. I'm really excited about that. Hopefully that interview works out. I've been wanting to interview her forever. She's awesome. If you haven't heard from her, oof, you got us. You got someone special coming on. Um, but I just wanted to leave it here with that, folks, that keep two things in mind. Your body is designed to heal itself. And you are the person responsible for ensuring that it does. All right. <laughs> Well, until we meet again, I'm going to go and have some fun at the Beljansky Cancer uh, Conference this weekend, hopefully do a really good job sharing some information about plasmids and CRISPR tech and, and pseudouridine and some other things I think are very relevant to the conference. Um, so if you're down here, make sure you say hi. And if you're not, hopefully we'll see you at a conference coming real soon. I'm Dr. Henry Ely for Energetic Health Radio and the Energetic Health Institute, wishing you a beautiful, beautiful weekend wherever you may be. Remember to embrace the four opportunities that we get each day. All right, everyone, have a beautiful weekend. I love you. Peace.